Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. There is new and lots of discussion around sports team names. Yesterday, we talked about the finances around it, how certain team owners, if they if they were on top of their game, pardon the turn of phrase, but if they were on top of the game, they could look at this as a huge opportunity. If you have a team name that's causing some people to be upset, uh, you have an opportunity to change your name, perhaps. And, you know, we know that teams already create third jerseys, fourth jerseys, alternate jerseys, fifth, sixth, seventh jerseys. We, I mean, look, you, some teams have like nine different special event jerseys and they don't, they don't do it because they're all designers or they're all so deep into the aesthetics of the sport. They do it because every time they make a new jersey or a new sweater or a new hat, they can sell a bunch of them. And so a, a team owner that's on top of things would say, wait a second, I make a whole new team name? Every fan and a bunch of others, if we do it well, are going to jump on board and I can make millions, billions maybe, depending on how big your team is and what league you're in. But what about the what about the underlying issue around this? Should we be changing team names? And if we say, yes, there are some team names that should be changed, where is the line that we draw to say, you, you know, that one, yeah, okay, I can see that one being changed, but that one, someone complained? Um, not really sure. Let me bring in our good friend, Bubba O'Neill from CHCH. Uh, he joins us now. Bubba, thanks for doing this today. Is it morning or good afternoon? I guess well, what, did, did I say good morning? It's good afternoon to most of the world, though. D- did I say good morning? No, no. I'm, I'm, oh. I was going to say good morning, but then I'm like, well, it's good morning for me in a way, but not for everyone else. Man, I, I, it wouldn't have surprised me because I probably said good evening to people. I don't even know what time it is right now. All I know <laughs> is there's a big yellow thing, a big yellow orb in the sky, and uh, and we're glad for that. Uh, listen, this is a this seems like it should be a very, very simple conversation. If you've got a team name that has racial or racist overtones, consider changing it. But I don't know that it's that simple. There may be a few of them that are pretty simple. And I think we both know one of them. It's a football team out of Washington that, um, you know, there has been a lot of pressure for a long time now to change the name. And that's kind of who I'm talking about with in that intro with, you know, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Redskins, has a massive opportunity in my mind to make a whole lot of money and make a lot of people happy. But there are a bunch of other ones that fall into a slightly more mushy gray area. What do we do with those? Well, I guess I guess if, if you may be talking about the Edmonton Eskimos, and then today we've had some action with uh, Bel Air Direct, which is a company I'm sure we've seen the commercials on TV and on radio, where they basically pressured the Eskimos into saying we we need a name change here, or we're going to pull our sponsorship. Um, Coca Cola have pitched in as well too, with the Eskimos saying that we're watching the situation carefully. So. Other words, they're on board as well too, and obviously Coca-Cola is a word worldwide brand. Um, it's 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 caused a good. I think this whole last real six months that we've seen in the world and the shift that we've seen in so many things, and I don't know if it's because of coronavirus or or what, but we've seen a certain shift in attitudes and um, in in include inclusivity inclusivity. Sorry. Um, is, is something that is a word that's being introduced to many people's lives. And I think we're also seeing a changing of a generation, a much younger generation that want change, Scott. And I know you kind of talked about 
what's the line of what needs to be changed and what shouldn't be changed. And I would say to you that I don't think there is a line. Um, I have always said this, uh, and I've, this is why I've never been on Daniel Snyder's side. And he's owned this team, owned that, owned that Washington football team since 1999. And is that, to me, the majority of team owners, and that would include the Edmonton Eskimos, which I believe actually is a community-owned team too, but led by a, a, a you know a white CEO, a white male CEOs are making CEOs are making most of the decisions on these team names, and I don't think they can relate to the people that are making complaints about team names. So I've always said that if two people are up in arms about a nickname it's worth at least a discussion. What about team names? All right. Uh, uh, well, before I get to what about team names, let me, let me go to that point then, because when you say one or two people, if one or two people are upset, um, I think one or two people are upset about everything in the world, quite honestly. Uh, like, and I know it's uh, what you're saying is a figure of speech. If a small number yeah. of people are upset, it's worth the discussion. Yeah. Um, I, I, I know that, you know, with some team names that have had racial connotations or racial names in the past, they have gone to those groups, to spokespeople, to leaders of those groups and say, what do you think? And you end up with a divided view. Some say, no, we're fine with it. And some say, no, we're not fine with it. Well, then is the default position that we should say, well, if a very small minority or a minority are against that we have to change it? Or do you say, no, the majority seem to be in favor? Well, again, these are not, I wish these things were clear cut black and white issues. They're not always that clear. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Scott. If I was the CEO of a company or whatever, or of a football team or a baseball team or any sports team, and 50% said there was an issue with it, I'd change the name, right? That number would have to be very, very low for me to say, you know what? The overwhelming majority of, of people are, are, you know, are not happy or happy with this particular nickname. And, and you're right. I understand what you're saying is that, you know, uh, you know, and I think it's real easy for the masses to say, well, what is the line? Because that's what we've been used to. We've never been used to uh, particular groups, colors, um, sexuality of, of people. We've, we haven't been used to being questioned because the majority have always ruled in this situ- in, in this in this world of ours, and I and it's different now, and I'm glad it's different right now because it allows opportunities for others other voices to be heard, because for the most part of those other voices, either haven't felt comfortable enough to bring up the need for change, or they haven't been listened to. I'll just just in a very quick personal note. I've had issues throughout my career. Um, you would know that in many occasions, in a locker room, in any sporting venue that you or I or I'm at, I'm the only black person. And if there are issues that I would ever bring up, I, I'm telling you, I've heard this on several occasions from people in the industry, and I've, I've heard it from just people on social media. Ah, Bubba, you're bringing up the race card. Well, no, I'm just explaining to you how I feel or the or what I observe. So back to our topic here. Uh, again, this is why I say that 
if a small group of people are uncomfortable with the name, there are so many names out there. I mean, the Edmonton football team don't need to be called the Eskimos. What, what, there are so many other names they could choose, right? So yeah, I, no, I, I, and I go with that. Making these, to me, it's out of stubbornness that we're not making these changes. And I, that may in fact be the case. I mean, I, I think that may be the case with Washington. I think it may be stubbornness and saying it's history and everything else. Let me go back to my question though a little bit because, and let me switch out of sports just for an example to to do this. Because I know that there have been teams that have gone to, as they say, Native Indigenous groups before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about the Trans Mountain Pipeline. And I know that's not a sports issue, but we have had different band leaders who have said, we want the Trans Mountain Pipeline because it can bring revenue into our tribe, into our community. Or we've had others who say, no, we don't want the Trans Mountain Pipeline because it could destroy our environment. It could hurt our community. Well, when you go and you do the same thing, because some of the teams have done it with their names and you get a split how do you sort that out? Again, does the default position become, well, if it hurts anybody, then we should change it? Or do you say, well, no, some of them are, some some groups like the name, so therefore we should stick with it. I mean, again, this is the complication of this thing. Well, and I, and I, res- and I respect what you're saying there, but to me, and I'm not being cheeky here, the, the you know, the trans, uh, sorry, the, sorry, was it the trans, uh, a pipeline, and a yeah, the Trans Mountain Pipeline, sure. Yeah, like a discussion between that and the sports team are two different things. That's a real-life topic, right? I mean, and what's real, you know, and if, if there's a split there, well, again, there needs to be discussion. But as something like a sports team, it's real easy to change a sports team. And generally, like you said, and, and when you preface this whole thing, Scott, it's generally going to end up to the, becoming the, the, uh, an advantage for the franchise because they're going to make millions of dollars out of new hats and new shirts and new socks and new, new, all kinds of new merchandise. It, you know, because people love new merchandise and new and the new look of the team. So they're going to do okay. So I think, I, I don't know if you can compare those two, Scott, because to me, one is a very real, real life situation where, okay, you really need to dig down deep. But again, in a sports team situation, come on, you could, that can be changed. No problem. Okay, let me go to the next step down then, because again, this thing is, once again, I wish this thing was so clear cut that we say it's super easy to do. What about team names, and there are a number of them, that could have, how do I describe this, could have a racial component, but I don't think anyone would describe them as racist. For example, the Chiefs, or the Warriors, or the William & Mary University tribe. So you've got, it, it refers to indigenous things, but it's not something that is mocking of their culture or of some right. part of their thing. What about those ones? Well, again, I would leave that up to the people. Again, I can only, I'm a black man. I'm a black male. So I can speak to issues of, 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 of uh, racial color like topics, but I can't speak to how uh, uh, an indigenous person would feel. And that's not, that's not my duty. And, and I would feel uncomfortable making a comment about that. But and this is where I and this is why I, I I keep bringing up the same kind of point is that most of these team names have been developed by white males, who generally some not all were were incredibly insensitive to you know the naming of particular group groups of people, and many of those names were made many years ago. But again, we live in a different society now and a different mindset now, and thank goodness because. These other voices of people should be heard. 
So to your exact question, chiefs, tribe, I would rather an indigenous person answer that question than myself. But I, as All I right. said, any, any person of the, I think you need to go to the, the, the direct group of people that that name reflects. So let's an, go there. To get, to let's, get an open and honest answer and discussion. Let's go there for one more thing then on this one. And then I want to switch to something else for the minutes we have left. This week, there was somebody who suggested that the Masters Golf Tournament now, even though the Masters Golf Tournament was named for mastering the game of golf, it was not named in a slave master connotation. The person says, you know what? It's the South. That name has a connotation. The Masters needs to have a name change. What would you say about that? Well, boy, the, the Masters, I, you know, and, and it's funny because we've said Masters or the Masters Tournament for so many years, but you, how many of us have actually looked down deep, and I commend you there to, to do a little research on, on, on the actual name change. But also look what within the club there, Scott. Uh, that's a club that never had a black person compete at the Masters till 1975. That's within our lifetime, Scott. Calvin Pete was probably the second guy, uh, 1980. Uh, no women were allowed to be, uh, blacks were not allowed, blacks were not allowed to be members at that course for a tremendous amount of time. Women were not allowed to be members at that club till I, believe, I guess it was Condoleezza Rice, I guess in 2012. We're going back that recent. So, and... Even in all of that time, for many years, they carried racist policies. All employees, and I'm talking about the guy that's getting, that's preparing the pimento sandwiches, all caddies were black. So basically, blacks are serving whites at this prestigious club. So the Masters rings up all kinds of thoughts of racist thoughts, racist uh a racist lifestyle and a racist policy. So again, should it be changed? I'm going to say I'm not sure, but it's open for discussion because of the history of what that name suggests to many people, including myself. I want to switch to something else and totally off the record and unrelated to your final answer, but those pimento cheese sandwiches are delicious, by the way, I should just <laughs> mention. <laughs> I, I hope eating them isn't going to get me in trouble. They were delicious. <laughs> Um, on, do you know, is it on dark or white bread? No, it's on white bread and it costs about a dollar fifty for a sandwich <laughs> and they are just lovely. Um, and although they look horrendous, they look like someone, they look like a baby has just spat up his curdled breast milk onto <laughs> your sandwich, but they taste amazing. As long as you don't look at them, you're fine. You're listening to the Scott Thompson show podcast on 900 CHML. Uh, we only have a couple minutes left here. Do you know what happened in the sports world? Massive event, well, not massive, big event in the sports world that happened 10 years ago today? 10 years ago today? My goodness, I should remember this, but I don't, Scott. What happened? 10 years ago today, LeBron James sat in front of a TV camera and said, I am taking my talents to South Beach. Wow. Nobody since then. Now, LeBron James is LeBron James. He's kind of a big guy, big star. Nobody since then, though, has done anything remotely like that. And I'm not convinced that that's a coincidence. What did we learn from that in the media, in the sports media, the sports world? What did people learn from that particular thing? Because by all accounts, it was a complete and utter disaster. Well, you know, other than raising lots of money for, for that child children's group where he directed a lot of the money and attention to, 
But you know what, Scott? I'd have to argue with you on that. I think we get those kind of we. I don't think we see it in the professional level that much, but I think we've seen an increase of committed call uh, high school students that are doing the same things in some areas of the states where you know you're going live onto a, a TV station where a kid is announcing their intention. I mean, did we not have that here right in Hamilton with uh, with uh, Wiggins with Andrew Wiggins, sir? Uh I, d- mm. I think you remember. I mean, look, was in Hamilton it was in Hamilton actually. No, that's when he came here and played a tournament. But we, I, to my point though, uh, uh, Murray, the uh, kid from Kitchener, he did the same thing. A live on TSN, announced his commitment to going to Kentucky. I mean, we, we, this is kind of now. It's now. You're, you're right. Not so much in the pros and on changing teams through free agency, but it's actually increased for a lot of kids and committing to where they're going and, and or their intentions. Yeah, I hadn't thought of the kids. I hadn't thought of kids doing it again because I was thinking of the pros, and and it yeah. seems as though every agent of everybody in the pros watched that and said, Ugh. and now LeBron got away with it, sort of. I mean, he got hammered in Cleveland for it, but uh, but he kind of got away with it because he's LeBron. But we've not seen anyone else have a half hour, hour long TV show just to announce they're going to stiff their home city. <laughs> Which was really that made yeah. it all the worse that a Cleveland again, again, guy. Let, let's not put all this all on LeBron James, right? Let's oh no, no, no. Let's let, no. let's let, 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 let's also say this. I, I'm going to say this was actually, and I think this gets forgotten a lot too. And LeBron was the central uh, focus here, but ESPN had a lot to do with what was going on there. Hundred uh, percent. You know, had a lot to do, and again, thinking of filling their pockets, thinking of ratings thinking of getting the arguably the greatest basketball player of his era in a central in a situation where he's going to go to a different team. So uh, I, I think there's a lot of blame to go around for that whole decision, the, the uh, decision. For sure. Although no one had a gun to his head to do it. It was, it, it would look, I think in retrospect, if you were to hook him up to a lie detector machine and inject him with sodium pentothal, LeBron <laughs> says, I would probably prefer that I had not done that one. That didn't really help again, because it wasn't even, so, it didn't, it, it, I think it was supposed to come across as what you say. It was a sort of a celebration of moving to a big team. How it played was that a Cleveland guy was going on national TV to humiliate his home city where he grew up. Um, probably best to have thought it through a little more or his agent to have thought it through a little more. Nonetheless, I, I, don't, I don't know that we're ever going to see one of those again. And if we do, it will be someone who was too young to have probably remembered LeBron James doing it. Well, at least to LeBron's credit, he fulfilled the, 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 the I guess, you know, he fulfilled what the job was in terms of bringing Miami a couple of championships and, and then, and then really Cleveland cleaned, cleaned it up by going back to Cleveland and bringing them a title. Yeah. I mean, lucky for him, he did. Could you imagine if he never came back? I mean, it's, it's, uh, these stories have a way, I mean, it, it fit perfectly when he did come back and win the championship in Cleveland, but man, if I think they would still be wildly sour in Ohio at him, if this had never worked out like that. Yeah. But on history tells us that he was able to save his soul. So, and I think that goes to his legacy as, you know, as arguably one of the greatest players as the fact that he's been able to do that. And now has an opportunity to be one of, I, I guess, the only one maybe to bring. And I know um, Kawhi Leonard's in that situation too, of bringing, being one of only 
a very few number of people in sports to play for three teams and win them a championship as the central figure. It's uh, he's he's got a he's got a reputation and a good one now that he bailed himself out of that mess. Bubba O'Neill, you can see him tonight on CHCH delivering your sports news. Thanks for doing this today. Appreciate it. All right, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to three on nine hundred CHML.